0: Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Prime Podcast. I'm Rob.
1: I'm Jen. And I'm David.
0: And tonight, we are smelling what the rock is cooking, because tonight's episode is rock bottom.
1: But it doesn't actually have the rock this time.
0: Does not have the rock, but somebody does say rock bottom.
1: Twice. Yeah. Two title drops.
0: (laughs) Now, Jan, as always, we must ask, what is your opinion of this title?
1: Not bad. It's a little punny when it comes down to it, but uh apart from that, it's it's alright. Uh-huh. I'd I'd give it maybe a seven out of ten.
2: <laughs> it it's possibly one of the maybe not the best, but one of the better ones we've had so far. It would be nicer if the rock was in the episode somehow, yes. but uh... <laughs>
1: There are plenty of rocks in this episode.
2: Yeah, but but we have no Dwayne Johnson. Concern. But none of There's them no are. There's
1: no
0: definitive article <laughs> rock. Yes,
1: none of them are the rock.
2: There's no Nick Cage anywhere. No Sean Connery.
0: <laughs> How in the name of Zeus's butthole did you get out of your cell?
2: How uh, was a- it? <sighs>
0: first aired July 16th, 2011, and it was written by Tim, the mysterious Tim Jones. This appears to be his only writing credit.
1: Like,
2: ever? Oh,
0: it appears to be, yes. This is all there is on IMDb form.
2: Oh.
1: Wow. I, I, that okay, so maybe it's a pseudonym, like a pseudonym, or it <laughs> might be a
0: pseudonym. The most boring pseudonym ever, Tim Jones.
1: It's pretty bad pseudonym. Yeah, so it's like,
2: well, unless you're Welsh and it's the uh, Tom Jones wrote this, maybe? And he just is really uncreed.
0: <laughs> so, we, uh, we, we open with, uh, with Miko and Jack. They are outside a, uh, outside a mine. It uh, is- Outside a mime? Sadly, no. It is a mine. Oh. For Energon.
1: You know, like, like we have all over Earth here. Yes.
0: Specifically, it's a Decepticon Energon mine that's been abandoned for some time. But, they're finding Energon sig- signals in it.
1: Unfortunately, none of
0: this is particularly interesting to Miko, because she has tickets to no, Slash God. Monkey.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, wait, uh, is, is there a wiki page on that? Yeah, of course. Of course there's a wiki
0: page. page. They're, they're a Bulgarian shriek metal band.
1: Yes. Which, I mean, I'm I'm personally more into the, like, German and Swedish folk metal bands myself, but... Yeah, it's acceptable.
2: It, it it feels like it should be a reference to something specific, but to what? I mean, was it like weirdly named Ramstein reference?
1: No, this is... But no,
2: That's that wouldn't be Shriek, that that's like heavy metal or death metal? I'm not exactly sure what Ramstein is.
0: I think means. it just sounds like a thing that she'd be into.
1: Yes, I, I think it's a totally made up name. And
0: I, I get the impression that Jack is also going with her.
1: Well, yeah,
2: because she says we were going right. to the rock concert. Instead, we are staring at rocks. Yes. Not the rock or watching <laughs> the rock.
1: Not yes. not rock lobsters. Just But he appears normal, to be just be going
0: as her plus monster. one and not out of any particular enjoyment of Bulgarian shriek metal.
1: Yes, they probably they, they have decided that Miko just isn't allowed to go anywhere without at least one chaperone. And well, yeah, it's
2: proper supervision. I mean, I mean, it's, it's rational. I mean, at the very least, he's there to keep her hydrated because you know she's going to ingest something. <laughs> be it, be it illegal drugs or just the wrong food. Too much pocky. <laughs> yeah. I'll be on the sugar <laughs> Can you really
1: have too much pocky? That's, it's kind of small. It's pretty
0: dry. It could like dry you out.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's fair.
0: Anyway, so, uh, uh, Bulkhead and RC are also there, and they're fighting. Despite the abandoned nature of the abandoned mine, uh, there's some energon still within. And Miko's <gasps> decided that she really wants to see this because she immediately runs off into the mine.
1: <laughs> yeah, <this laughs> how is, is the she like? Thing. How is she still alive? Well, there
0: is a pretty great exchange here between RC and Jack. Uh, you know, she so she <laughs> yes. went in. That's unbelievable. And Jack's all, seriously, unbelievable. <laughs> Have you met her? Have you watched this show before? Have you
2: seen?
1: (laughs) Are you not on this show? This is literally the most predictable thing.
0: (laughs) So anyway, everyone just sighs and decides to go in and follow her just in time to miss Starscream and Megatron landing outside.
1: (gasps) It's very dramatic. Yes.
2: Yeah, it's... It's very sitcom like cutaway, but it's, or it's sitcom pan. Like they say something, pan the camera, and there's the other character right there. It's and and I tried to ring innuendo out of a line that that RC and Jack have about probing the depths of the cave, but it uh, felt like too much work. You're pushing it, you're
1: pushing honestly, it. I feel yeah. like at this point the the innuendo really drops off. Maybe it's because Arcee's met his mom. I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's I, less subtext and more just text now.
1: I feel like it's more just that they sort of, you know, the writers got a handle on what they wanted to be doing, and and it wasn't shipping them. Uh, well, so, and,
2: and also they're they're shifting that off onto maybe Arachnid and next episode. A Starscream, he, he becomes innuendo boy. He gets Loki-fied. Yes.
0: Anyway, but this episode in particular is all about uh, Megatron and Starscream's deeply unhealthy relationship. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Speaking.
0: Because Starscream's all, hey, you know, this this mind's abandoned. Why are we going here? Megatron's all, indulge me.
1: Do- He's just... Starscream does not, I mean, he's, yeah, he, he clearly does not want to be here.
0: Uh-huh. So yeah, the, uh, the Autobots and the kids explore the cave. They find a bunch of, uh, Technobot nose cones. <laughs> they, they've just got a bunch, a b- bunch <laughs> of drill tanks because tr- Transformers love drill tanks.
1: Drill tanks? Okay. So admittedly in this, well, no, because they've still got treads that the drill, the round shape of the drill would not account for. Because, you know, the actual platform they're using them from is almost completely behind the drill, which is acceptable. But then there are treads the and j- they wouldn't trains. match the rounded shape of the hole. They're drill. Who thought drill tanks were a thing? <laughs>
2: I, Japan, Japan loves fucking drill what? tanks, and we just used them a couple times. It's like, al- <laughs> although I guess America's love of drill tanks is entirely because of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon from the nineties.
1: That's, that's what I was gonna suggest, Ninja Turtles. Which, which, admittedly, I and and because of that, like
2: that had an awesome toy you could stuff things in, and this tank drill thing has a toy which I have in a cabinet somewhere that I can't really? read. Really,
1: it was right like a it. Cyberverse
2: like one. It came out. Yeah, it, it came with like an itty-bitty, I think a knockout?
0: I think maybe? so, yes. Huh. It looked pretty cool.
2: It's kind of neat.
1: Nice. Yeah, I did,
2: because it actually has some translucent uh purple on it, so it, it hmm. kind of looks a lot like the one in the show.
1: I mean, it it's, is it's, a it's very, very pretty. Poetic. Yeah, it's very pretty.
0: And also notable at this point is that, uh, you know, they get there, Migo starts yelling to test the acoustics, and Bulkhead yeah. decides that he's going to get a sample, and he does this just by breaking off gigantic chunks of rock.
1: I mean, that's how you get a sample.
2: Yes, but he just keeps bashing and bashing to get one little sample, and Arcee had mentioned structural integrity problems about the tunnel because it's Viacon construction, and they don't care if the viacons get crushed.
1: Oh, yeah, a, that's uh, fair.
2: Safety hazards.
1: Poor guys. No one cares about the vehicons except breakdown. <laughs>
0: Uh so uh,
2: meanwhile Starscream and Megatron are having the world's worst
0: date. Yes, because they find, they also find these drill tanks and Megatron's like, "Hey, if this mine's abandoned, why why weren't these, you know, rec- properly requisitioned?"
1: <laughs> I got to so, see the TPS reports
0: on these things. <laughs>
1: yes. This is basically a a Fight over administrative paperwork, but what it comes down to is that Starscream was kind of keeping this semi functional or at least functionable, so you know, in case he needed a backup reserve of Energon for any particular reason that no one else knew about. Yes. But yeah, it does come down to (laughs) it's forensic accounting. Yeah. That's my new favorite thing.
0: And Megatron just reveals that he knows literally every sketchy thing Starscream has done through the entirety of this entire show.
1: That's really impressive.
0: He knew about- Cause
1: that's I a was- lot to keep track of. <laughs>
2: It, it, admittedly, it is a lot of weird things, but it's just like just, Megatron's like, it was me, Starscream was me all along, I knew what you were doing, because well, of course he's doing a lot of crazy shit, I mean, <laughs> it, which is a carryover, but a different version of their relationship at Animated, where he got tired of Starscream shit really early in Animated, it, it's surprising it's lasted this long yeah. in Prime, but like I guess it's trying to be more like G1, where Megatron kept Starscream around and you don't fucking know why because like the the classic Megatron trips and I Starscream am your leader now and bullshit yeah. we we get a- it, it's unbelievable but oh, we get a pretty Megatron great Megatron
1: has literally fallen over <laughs> I am the leader now
0: so Megatron's line here is pretty great is that the fact is Starscream despite your treachery I've allowed you to carry on this long because I took a certain delight in following your string of failures you've finally become tiresome. Predictable. You've hit rock bottom.
1: Oh. Uh,
2: yeah, rock bottom. Boom. Yeah. It, uh, it would be so title. nice if he performed an elbow drop on him at there or something. Or just smacked him, at least. The, Send him the, to the
1: Smackdown Hotel. Yeah, no, he- the score should have just dropped the base. Should have just been a base drop there.
0: Starscream is truly a jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And indeed, Megatron is about to t- take him Check him into the SmackDown hotel by murdering him.
1: (laughs) As you do, but then
0: Jack and RC just kind of stumble across this like they're the Punishers family or something.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, it's a swerve. He's not gonna die because there there are innocents here. It's like who? What Megatron just shoot everybody? Stop talking. Shoot faster. Uh, Oh, awkward.
1: There's there's maybe he's just put off because it's them walking in on their domestic disputes.
0: Yes. Like, oh, this is uncomfortable. But
2: but he has, like, the cannon, like, almost up to Starscream's head about to execute him as he's kneeling down or something. But Oh, there's quite a few shots in the cave, like, Megatron's in the foreground and Starscream's almost center of the screen. And Starscream looks so tiny with the perspective of the giant cave and massive Megatron. It's it's like he's itty-bitty.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a lot of good use of perspective in this episode.
0: So anyway, they uh, the Autobots interfere. Megatron accidentally shoots the ceiling, and then rocks fall. Everybody dies.
1: <laughs> Basically, yep. there's like a big external shot showing rocks fall. Everybody dies. Um, oh, there's a been great! Yeah,
0: Starscream almost escapes, and there's a great bit where Megatron's yelling after him, he does. like "How dare you abandon me, Starscream!" Like he was, you were just about to murder him.
2: I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 oh, the relationship gets very weird. <laughs> I love it,
0: but where so just, Starscream is, like, Starscream
2: goes out back, he's and he's in jet mode. He's trying to, to race himself.
0: out, like outrace this rock avalanche, and it's. Really great directing and the music's really cool. And we just yeah. zoom out to see that this giant mine has just collapsed.
2: Yes. Yeah, the the, the action acting in the show has gotten better. It feels less video gamey than it did mm. at the beginning.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Yeah, so
2: Anyway, Starscream's career is buried because everybody else gets buried. But Starscream's outside, sniveling and arguing with himself. So it's like, Megatron's dead. Wait, no, he's come back from worse. I should go back inside to check him to make sure he's dead or alive or whatever.
0: Yeah, he's tra- sort of trying to guilt oh, himself Starscream. into saving uh, Megatron.
2: Yes. Yeah. Oh, he, That's- he'd he be so much better off if he just went away. <laughs> I mean, he'd still be up Shit's Creek, but it gets worse.
0: Yes. Meanwhile, um, you know, Jack is alone. Uh, nobody else around him. RC is nowhere to be seen. And uh, Bulkhead is doing his best Atlas impression as uh, he tries to hold up the ceiling from squooshing Miko.
2: Yeah. Uh, and he's become Urkel. Did I do
0: that? Oh, Did yeah. Bulkhead. And then Miko is trying to. What of
2: TV have you been watching?
0: And Miko's trying to save him by moving the rocks herself with her teen girl strength.
1: Uh, she's just moving the, like, rocks that she can move.
0: And Bulk is like, maybe it's... don't overexert yourself. There's, like, not a lot of air. <laughs>
1: yeah. Poor guy.
0: Anyway, Jack- For everyone. And meanwhile, Jack has somehow figured out how to drive one of these drill tanks.
2: You know- yeah, somehow they have controls at the height a human can use when
0: Viacons are taller than RC, and that and that work with like little fleshy hands instead of big robot hands.
1: Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you gotta whatever. have some force to push that. But I don't know. Maybe they maybe they
0: are also like equipped for mini cons or something.
1: Maybe, maybe but, I was gonna what say is yeah. The small- the smallest Decepticon we've seen is
2: Arachnid, and she's only sort of a Decepticon, and she's slightly taller than ours. Yeah,
0: side. although we do- A little bit shorter than a Although vehicle. we do know from r- Robots in Disguise that Viacons do exist in this uh, continuity, or that, uh, minicons, minicons exist in this continuity.
1: Yeah, they'll exist yes, in the next series. And are series, usually, like, laborers. I mean, and they're, such.
0: they're around though, it's not like they sprang into existence.
1: I mean, a lot it of things sprang it... into existence at the end of Prime. It's like how the you very, can have very a wheelchair ramp,
0: even if you don't have a guy who works there who has a wheelchair.
2: Well, I, yeah, but, uh, I guess. Minicon accessible. That's right. Technology. Oh, yeah, that's got to be a thing on Cybertron. Oh. Yeah.
1: Huh. Oh, you got your Minicon rights activists making sure everything has, like, the... Like, at Taco Bell, the buttons on the fountain drinks, and then they have the lower set of buttons that you can reach if you can't reach the higher-up ones.
0: I mean, listen, Peter Dinklage needs his Baja Blast as well.
1: Hey, man, I need my Baja Blast. These things are, like, genuinely important.
2: (laughs) Anyway, J- Jack's out drilling around, and he drills a hole looking for people, and and it begins the series of people finding the wrong people, like the- Megatron's giant faces in a hole. This is like
0: an episode of Faulty Towers.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> Basil Faulty stuck in a wall. <laughs> uh, oh, could you get that, Manuel? Go get the help, Man- Manuel. Come back, Manuel. <laughs> Is it Manuel the box? Yes. Uh,
0: yes. Yes. He's from Barcelona.
2: Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen him.
0: Anyway, um, the, the, I love this scene where he just uncovers Megatron's hellish face, staring out at him from the depths of Hades.
1: And his eyes, just his red eyes, are lighting, lighting all the, the like lighting the rocks around him. And oh man.
0: Uh, Admittedly, like, it is kind of reminding me. As well, the the staging of this of uh, you know that se- that episode of The Simpsons where Flanders' house gets destroyed by a hurricane, and the the townspeople build him a new house despite not be knowing how to build a house, and eventually they <laughs> come to like a tiny door that's like halfway up the wall and he opens it to reveal like Barney Gumble's just his face. I was like, come in, it's your master bedroom.
2: Uh, no, I I kind of forgot that I haven't seen Simpsons in so long, but yeah, Megatron is being as angry and taunting as possible when he's trapped in a hole and just his face sticking in a hole like come on finish drilling drill my face off take my face off he, he's
0: like uh, he's like uh Chris Christopherson in Blade hunger. yeah why did you kill me with that drill oh, tank yeah. you pussy <laughs>
1: yeah know. he and I'm like like to what degree is he does he is he just like he knows that Jack's not gonna do it and he wants to taunt him, or maybe he is a, he, like, actually ready to accept this? Maybe he has phase. a plan where he's just gonna, like, no.
0: bite the drill tank with his shark teeth?
1: I mean, or that would I be think he just, badass.
2: I think he just wants the drill to make the hole bigger so it's easier to get out, because he knows wow. the drill can't kill him. Even if it drills one of his eyes out, he don't give a shit.
1: Wow. Wow, man. That's
0: I mean, this is a guy who plunged what we later find out is the blood of Unicron into his chest cavity. (laughs) On a whim. Because why not? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. Perhaps I should touch it more. Perhaps I should increase (laughs) the touching.
0: And and meanwhile in in a scene of Dickensian pathos, Miko is just banging on Bulkhead's foot with a rocks to make a noise.
1: And she, she doesn't want to hurt him, and he's like, you're, you're not gonna hurt me. Yeah, no, Come you're, on.
0: You're, you're a tiny girl, I'm a giant metal robot. Even yes. giant by robot standards. Yes. But anyway, Aww. uh, anyway, Jack decides not to drill Megatron to death, because Optimus Prime wouldn't do it. And even as he's driving off, Megatron like, oh yeah, well I'll tell Optimus Prime that when I'm killing him. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: which, which, like I don't know, like he'll be disappointed thing. in you as he's dying. I don't know what the what the whole thing
1: well, is. Well, because if Jack had stopped him here, then he wouldn't be able to kill Prime later. Yeah. So he's basically yeah, saying he was... that when I kill Prime, it's going to be your fault. Yeah. Because this is the most badass Megatron. Yes. That we have had.
0: Anyway, so uh so not the most successful, but so in the death chamber, uh Miko's banging on Bulkhead's foot, and uh, somebody hears the noise, but unfortunately it is Starscream.
1: Dun dun dun
0: And uh yeah, Starscream's all Yeah, well, I'll I'll get you as a trophy and I guess I'll do unpleasant things to this small child. And then Bulkhead <laughs> just kicks him. <laughs>
2: Which, I don't know, it's fun to see heel scream taunting, uh, baby face bulkhead in the, well, not tree of woe, what the hell, um, atlas pose?
0: Yeah, the yes. atlas pose.
2: Holding up the entire mountain.
1: Yes.
0: And then, at- and he gives him the big boot. Yes, and then after that happens, uh, then Jack busts in with the drill tank.
1: Yay!
2: And Starscream's so, just moaning so pitiful. Well, no, um, well, No, Starscream is bat- Jack busts in with the drill tank, gets uh, Miko out of there in a sad moment, she doesn't want to leave Bulkhead behind, till so they're gone, then Starscream's taunting Bulkhead even more, and then Arcee shows up.
0: Yes.
1: Yes, but Miko, man, she she's like, This is this is pretty hard on her, man. She does not want to leave Bulkhead, especially not with Starscream. Yeah. She's, she's realizing that actions sometimes have consequences, <laughs> which is not a thing she seemed to grasp properly before.
0: So, so the Autobots and the kids, they get out safely. And again, they discuss, you know, hey, maybe we should have, uh, you know, do we want to finish off those those Decepticons? But uh, no, Optimus Prime wouldn't do it.
1: What would Optimus Prime do? Pretty
0: much. W-W-O-P-D.
1: Yeah. Put that on a bracelet.
0: I mean, I'm—I can't imagine somebody has not put that on a bracelet and sold it at a botcon.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. And the
2: problem is, which optimist you're going to think of? Like half the time, it's going to be sacrifice yourself. The other half, it's going to be rip somebody's face off. <laughs> 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 or uh, get a super mode and, and power up and start glowing. Yeah, what what up, does
0: Prime really the- Well, I guess I will kill Kelsey Grammer then.
1: It's only the one time, it's only the one Optimus Prime who is gonna rip somebody's face off.
0: He's the one who... Yeah, but he's gotten the most,
2: like, big recognition. Yeah. Face ripping. It, like, it was like, uh, 12 hours of hair. Pretty
0: much.
1: Least.
2: Uh, it's too much. <laughs> uh.
0: anyway, anyway, back in the cave. Star- now Starscream and- and has. Wonder, Starscream has subbed in as. How, the-
2: how did they swap Bulkhead and, and and Starscream? Like, I mean, you can force him to do it, but Bulkhead was just barely holding up this massive rock that was like ten times his size. How is little skinny Starscream, who's admittedly as tall as Bulkhead, going to be holding that up? He, he's oh, he just moans and sounds so sad. He, he's very <laughs> also.
1: Wiry. I love that he's just thwarted by RC, just tiny RC, just showing up and pointing a gun in his face. Yes, that's all it takes. I
0: mean, he's already been <laughs> and kicked just, and hit with a drill tank.
1: That's fair. <laughs> he's he's definitely hit rock bottom.
0: Yo, because indeed uh, Megatron has come, has uh, has dug himself out of that little hellhole, and Starscream has to <laughs> beg for his life again.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, did. Does Megatron really even say anything after Starscream starts begging or is he- I think he just stands there staring yeah, at it's with a, it's... a wicked little grin on his face, because... like a, a shark waiting to eat his final meal. Hey,
0: all, oh, you're alive. Thank you. I meal. didn't abandon you. I came back to save you. Save me. I
1: mean- <laughs> Save me? Please? <laughs> I mean, he did. He did actually put himself back in danger. I mean, maybe not to save him so much as so he wouldn't have to deal with the ramifications of not saving him.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, I wonder, did Miko make it to that concert?
2: I don't know. Uh, they well, were... No, cause it was supposed to be like in an
1: hour, I think, they, or an hour or two. Yeah, they a couple hours. You know what? They probably just missed the opening act. Uh.
0: Yeah, maybe. I'm hoping she just showed up there like covered in cave dust. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I mean, am I
0: covered in cave dust or is this my look?
1: Yeah. <laughs> because I guess my look
0: is like those weird atomic hobos from uh, Twin Peaks the Return. <laughs> <laughs> atomic
1: hobos. I need to watch what? more of that.
0: There are atomic Sounds great. There yeah. are atomic hobos. <laughs>
2: I know there's one really confusing episode that sounds cool.
0: Um, that's pretty much every episode. Oh no, but isn't there like one episode that has like little to no dialogue? That is the one with the atomic hobos. Oh. There you go. This is the water. And this is the well. Uh, Oh,
2: David Lynch. Anyways, so we're... We end this episode of Megatron just staring at Starscream, and we have no idea what happens to him. Well, until next yeah, until episode, next time.
1: I mean, I think we can. I think we can make our assumptions. I think we can write our own fanfic.
0: At the very least, Starscream should prepare for ass kicking.
1: Yes. <laughs> God damn it! Oh.
2: No. He should get ready to rumble. <laughs> oh. No. No, he's killed him. By
0: God, he's killed him.
2: <laughs> Driven him out to the middle of the desert and left his motorcycle ran out of gas, and he has to make snakeskin boots and a tie out of um, quick strike, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
2: uh. Other wrestling jokes.
0: So yeah, that is rock bottom. But uh, and despite the title, this is actually a top-notch episode.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. It' there's not a lot happening, but but it's interesting the goings on and the characters meeting each other who don't usually. I mean, it is
0: it me. is what you would call a bottle episode? Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's in one location. It is a cool looking location. All the cave stuff looks good.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah well, it's kind of hard to screw up a cave. I mean, well, it's more of a mine. I mean, it but could look, it like could mine look. Mine, mine, there's no structure.
0: Yeah, we don't have a lot of the, like, Scooby-Doo mine trappings. I guess because, you know, those <laughs> vehicles don't need a bunch of pickaxes and, uh, those rail cars.
1: It's, it's not like a Transformers animated mine. Oh, that would have
2: been fun.
0: No, that is just a straight up Scooby-Doo mine.
1: Yes, that was just a straight up scooby doo mine.
2: No space barnacles!
0: Spa- Sadly, <laughs> man. If only the end of that had been the space barnacles were actually revealed to be like a guy in a rubber mask who's trying to scare him away.
2: <laughs> well, yes. a bunch of scraplets in rubber masks.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess they kind of turned out to be Megatron's torso in a rubber mask.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh of. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a good one.
0: Uh, anyway, so that is it for Rock Bottom. Uh, we'll please join us next week when we'll be back with the next episode until then we are all over the internet we are on twitter around tumblr and around facebook
1: and we are hi- hosted on iconunderground.net where we have a patreon set up to help us with hosting and other expenses that is at patreon.com slash underground and this month we are talking about ant-man I guess we've got another one coming Actually, up that, this that, month. That was yeah, last Yeah, that was month. that was last month. Well it's
2: next last month, but it, it just took so long. It it's eh.
1: My sense of time is poor. Yeah,
0: the thing is that <laughs> uh um sorry, this month being the month of August, uh we will once more be kimono enemies.
1: Yes. Yay! Yes. Cause we are uh done with the big, big releases for the year so far. Yes. Alas. Uh,
0: unless we want to watch uh, Aquaman.
1: I totally no? want well, to see Jurassic World while it's still in the theater. It is I so goofy. See, go I want to see the dinosaurs being large on a large screen where things are large. I recommend it. It's
0: ridiculous. And I mean, um... I can't promise there won't be a bonus episode on The Meg. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Um... I cleared so I've many copies of that book that in like 2003. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, that's the
2: thing, Rob. Have you read the book, Rob? I know the contents thanks
0: to a.
1: Thanks I to have a not
0: read the book. I've got. I've got to hit my local used bookstore. I bet they have
1: it. Oh my god! Do they? They have stacked. <laughs> well, probably not at this point because they probably, if they're like half price books where they have to take everything, they've just got like. They're requisite, like, two or three copies on the shelf, and then the rest just goes straight back to clearance. If they're like the uh, McKay's used books in Northern Virginia that, I don't know, like, at one point just had a whole, like, cubby full of the Amityville horror in, in the early 90s, then they probably have a cubby full of it.
2: Oh yeah. Well, it's also the pre- there's also two at least two versions of the book because it originally came out and then it was re-edited and and changed facts for the second version. Oh. I don't know why.
1: Really? When did that like, come out?
2: Literally changing names.
1: Um When did oh, that nonsense book, I, come out?
2: I think the original version was 90 in the 90s somewhere, 97 yeah. I will say. and I think like in 2003 or something was the edited version. Okay. Uh, which added in like a prequel thingy. Like Meg Origins, short <laughs> story or some shit. <sighs> uh, so. Of course, I don't know if the movie will have anything to do with it because it's got Jason Statham instead of like, uh, well, I guess Jason Statham is probably the same age as the original main character, but I doubt he'll sleep with a 17 year old daughter of one of his friends in the movie. Probably not, unless that's who,
0: uh, Ruby Rose is playing. <laughs>
2: I, well, Ruby Rose is over seventeen, at least. This is true. Uh,
1: yep, that's I. I am familiar with fiction of this sort that I read in t- like all the way through high school. <laughs> right. Oh man! So, Books. Uh, I
0: mean, uh, until next time when we renew our partnership with partners, I'm Rob.
2: I'm Jen. And I'm the Rock and Sock Connection! Bye.
1: No, you're not.
2: way off topic but uh uh, going back to where i heard of meg in the first place um how many copies of wild animus did you see when you were in bookstores jen
1: oh man or was this before it came out yeah i don't i think that might have been after my time
2: okay because i've heard tale of it flooding bookstores because people yeah, just want to get be. rid of it because it was given away effectively free to schools and other places uh, in bulk
1: either it was regional or it was before or it was after my time
2: yeah it might have been more of a california thing yeah all right oh man so Books. Uh,